John 12, 1 from verse 1, and Mark chapter 14 from verse 3, talking about the same thing. Where did this event take place? Where? Where did it take place? Bethany. Okay? Took place at Bethany. In whose house? Simon's house. Which Simon? Simon the Pharisee? Which Simon? Simon the leper. Hmm. So, verse Mark 14, 3 says, I'm being in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper. Who are those presents? Who are those present at this event? Lazarus was there. Lazarus. How does the scripture describe Lazarus? Lazarus who was raised from the dead. Okay, not just Lazarus was there. Now, Lazarus who was raised from the dead was there. Mm. Who was there? Who was the other person there? The owner of the house was there. Who was the owner of the house? In this case, it was not in Martha's house. Remember, before it was, you know, there was a time that Jesus went to Martha's house. This was whose house again? Simon's house. Simon the leper's house. So, Simon... Not just Simon. Simon the leper was also there. Lazarus that was raised from the dead was there. And who was there again? Another person? Martha. Martha who served. Martha loves to serve. She loves to cook. She loves to cook. She loves to be in the kitchen. And she loves to say to her sister, Come help me in the kitchen. Jesus, won't you tell her to help me in the kitchen? Why is she leaving me to do all the job? Tell her to come and help me. So Martha was there. Mary was there. Mary was there. Mm. And who were the other people there? The disciples were there. The disciples were also there. And who are the other people there? John 12, 9 says, Now a great company of the Jews knew that he was there. And they came. Not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might also see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So a great company, a great company, a great company was there. So what kind of event you think this was about? What kind of event? What was happening? A feast? What kind of feast? Huh? Passover? Huh? No, this was a separate gathering in the house of Simon the leper. And Lazarus, who had been raised from the dead, was also there. And Martha, the brother of Lazarus raised from the dead, was there. Mary was also there. And Mary did some crazy stuff there. What kind of event this was? Thanksgiving. Amen. Wow. It was a joint Thanksgiving service organized by Simon the leper and Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. A joint Thanksgiving service. Simon the leper. If Simon was still a leper, you won't find him there. Amen. Simon was no longer a leper. He had been healed by Jesus. Miraculously healed by Jesus. I mean, being a leper, you know, that's the end of it. And being a leper also signifies his word. Leprosy signifies his sin. Amen. This man had been healed by Jesus. And for him to be able to experience life again, Real life again. To be, to be able to experience the company of people. Wow. And of course the Holy Spirit wanted to remind us of what Jesus did. And say, Don't confuse this Simon with any kind of Simon. This is Simon the leper. And Lazarus who had been raised from the dead. It's okay. In fact, it's important to celebrate what the Lord 
does for us with thanksgiving, especially when it's something serious. Did you hear that? You don't see a lot of people, you don't hear a lot of people in this part of the world uh, saying, I want to give thanks. I want to give thanks for what the Lord has done for me. You don't hear too much about that because it seems we have too many things here. We are so comfortable. You know, we have many things here. But in some other parts of the world where they don't have too many things, even when something small is done in their life, they want to give thanks to the Lord. They come to the church. They come to the house of God and say, Pastor, I want to give thanks. I want to you know, celebrate the Lord. I want to do a thanksgiving service. Can you let me do a thanksgiving service? This was a joint thanksgiving service. It's good to do a thanksgiving service to show our appreciation to God. So they invited Jesus to their house. Not just to look at his face, but to do what? To serve him food. And in inviting Jesus, his disciples were there. And other people were there. In fact, people came, those who had heard that Lazarus was raised from the dead. I believe those people who had heard about the testimony of the healing of Simon were also there. The place was jam-packed. They were thanking Jesus for what he did. Now think about this. They were thanking Jesus for healing. They were thanking Jesus for being raised from the dead, basically being delivered from physical death. Wow. What we have received, remember again, we need to be more thankful to God for our salvation than for what? Our earthly possession. Nothing comparable, nothing comes close to your salvation. Even if you are dead and you are raised from the dead, it's nothing compared to your salvation. Nothing compared to your salvation. Thankfulness, gratefulness. Thankfulness determines thanksgiving. How thankful you are is determined by your perception of what you have been given or what you have received. As they say, familiarity breeds contempt. Let's not become too familiar with one another that we disregard and even disrespect each other. Neither should we become too familiar with one another that we become ungrateful for the good we do for each other, even if it's an obligation that somebody is carrying out. Still be thankful for what they do. A sense of entitlement will make you ungrateful and even wasteful of resources. Sense of entitlement. No, it's mine. Don't wait until you lose something or lose someone before you appreciate them. Do you hear that? Don't wait until you lose something or you lose somebody before you appreciate them. The prodigal son did not realize, did not know how blessed he was. Did not know how blessed he was. He did, did not appreciate what he had. He didn't appreciate what he had until he went away and lost everything. So when he began to eat with the pigs, then he suddenly woke up. Oh my God, in my father's house, in my father's house, even servants had enough to eat and to spare. So why am I dying here? Why am I dying here of hunger? I will go back to my father's house and I will beg him to take me back. I will beg him to just to take me back as one of the servants. I will be happy. Wow. May we not be oblivious to the things that God has given us. 
When we concentrate on what we don't have, when we concentrate on what we don't have and are ungrateful, we are doleful and we are weakened. Amen. When we concentrate on what we don't have, we become ungrateful, then we become doleful and we are weakened. But when we concentrate on what we have, on what we have been given and are grateful, we are strengthened. Abraham and Sarah shifted their focus from what they did not have. Amen. They shifted their focus from what they did not have. They began to focus on what was given them. What was given them? Righteousness. They believed God and it was what? Imputed to them for righteousness. So they began to focus on the righteousness that God had given them. And they began to praise God, giving glory to God, giving glory to God. Their faith was strengthened when we focus on what we have received. And especially, especially righteousness, especially salvation. Our faith will be encouraged to do the impossible. The world who spared not his son. The world who spared not his son. But delivered him up for you. How shall he not freely within give you all things? They began to focus. They began to concentrate on the righteousness that God had already given to them. And they were giving glory to God. Giving glory to God because of the righteousness. Because of the righteousness that God had given unto them. And so what? Their faith to receive the physical promise was given to them. Amen. Thankfulness should be continuous. Did you hear that? Thankfulness should be what? Continuous. Meaning without ceasing. Without ceasing. Thankfulness should be continuous. Meaning it is what? It's an attitude. It's a disposition. It's an inclination. So should be continuous. Whereas thanksgiving should be continual. Amen. Thanksgiving should be continual. It should be conspicuous. It should be copious. And it should be conscientious. Amen. Praise God. Thanksgiving should be continual, conspicuous, copious, and conscientious. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let us pray. Hallelujah. I will rejoice always. Hallelujah. Will you say that? I will rejoice always. I will pray without ceasing. In everything I will give thanks. I know this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for me. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord, to rejoice always. Help me, Lord, to pray without ceasing. Help me, Lord, to give thanks in everything. Whatever happens, whatever comes my way, help me, Lord, to be thankful, to be always thankful. Lord, to be grateful, O oh God, to be humble, O oh God. Lord, help me, Lord, to always appreciate what you have given me. Because indeed, I don't have everything, but you have given me all that I need. 
Oh, thank you for the estates that we have in you. Thank you for the endless blessings, Lord, you have blessed us with. Thank you for what you delivered us from. Thank you for what you delivered us into. Thank you for what we have received of you. We have received all good and perfect gifts from above. You are the Father of glory. You do all things well. Thank you. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen.